I am Melinda, the host of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. I am an attorney who put fear aside and dove headfirst into doing the work to become sober. Have you also let fear hold you back from becoming sober? Have you been worried that becoming sober will affect your career or just your everyday life? Or are you already sober and just want to listen to another professional sober woman navigate through sobriety and share stories and advice learned along the way? If so, this is the podcast for you. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite mocktail and let's get to work. Welcome back to another episode of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Today, I want to talk about sharing about your sobriety and how much is really too much to share. This is a very personal question. I think that the answer will depend on who you are and where you are in your sobriety. I do know that if you ask me this question a week into sobriety, six months into sobriety, and now in sobriety, my answers would have been completely different. I think a lot of it has to do with comfort level and how much you're willing and want to share about why you're sober. But I also think that there is no right answer. I also think that it depends on time. It depends on place and also who you're talking to. But I do want to dive into this a little bit more and kind of talk about my experience with sharing about sobriety. When I had first quit drinking, I felt a lot of shame about having to quit drinking. I did not really want to come out of the sober closet. I did not want to have to say or be asked about why I wasn't drinking and to say to people out loud, well, I'm not drinking, I'm sober. I was very nervous to use certain words associated with not drinking. I didn't want to necessarily use the word I'm sober because I didn't want people to think that I was an alcoholic. You know, God forbid people think I had a problem. But I also was very nervous in having to have this feeling I have to justify why I'm not drinking. I have to explain and give reasons as to why I'm not drinking. Which over time, I've learned a really important lesson that you owe nobody anything. And what I mean by that is you don't owe anybody an explanation for why you're not drinking. You do not need to tell people why you're not drinking. You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to give evidence to them about why you had a problem or why you think you had a problem or things that you have gone through. You don't have to share any of that. But I do understand that there's a certain level of discomfort when some people, you always say like, oh, who would ask that? Oh, there's always those people out there that you'll will notice you're not drinking. You'll say, no, I'm not drinking. I don't want, you know, like water. And there's always somebody out there that's going to be like, well, what? Did you have a problem? What's your, like, why wouldn't, aren't you drinking? And as much as that makes my head want to explode that someone would actually ask that, they do. I just always have to remind myself and say this, that If somebody is going to question you about why you're not drinking and to really kind of put the spotlight on you and ask questions in a negative way about your sobriety, really they have a problem with their drinking. And I say that confidently, that your sobriety is making them uncomfortable because it's also pointing out to them, oh shoot, why am I, you know, maybe I do have an issue too. And they're uncomfortable with it. So I think that's why they put the light back on you to kind of avoid those internal feelings. But you also will come across people who are generally curious and do want to know. I know when I first saw people not drinking and I was 
thinking about becoming sober. And I was in the beginning of my own sobriety was just curious because I admired people that didn't drink. I wanted to know more information, like kind of me gathering my own evidence that me not drinking is good, you know, saying like, okay, well, look at this. Other people don't drink and they seem to be having a great time. They don't look miserable as I, of course, assumed I would be if I didn't drink. So, I mean, I really kind of gather I read the the person in terms of what my answer is with sobriety. I did keep it quiet for a while. Um, I did not really come out of like open about my sobriety. But, you know, as I was gaining time, I gained traction in my sobriety and really was feeling more comfortable with the idea of being sober and seeing it more as something I was proud of and that I wanted to share because I really, I just, ton of work and I wanted to really be celebrated for that. So initially I was really more worried about people at work finding out. I was worried that people would think less of me. I was worried that it would be uncomfortable going to happy hours because in my opinion, a lot of times important decisions, especially in the legal profession, quite frankly, are made in a happy hour situation on the golf course, you know, the typical not in the office, you know, drinks are flowing connections are made. And I didn't want to be excluded from that. But I also wanted to protect my sobriety and not be around that. So I had a lot of conflict in terms of coming out about being sober with work and people that I worked with. So one day I was feeling a little bit more confident. In my community, we have a meeting weekly where someone will share their story. And really seeing people share their story and hear and see so many women that had jobs of, you know, they were professional women. They also had an issue. It made it more comfortable for me to accept the fact that I did have a problem. So one day I was on Facebook and I saw a real housewife posted. I mean, which is funny to me because I'm not really into the real housewives since Bethany Frankel left New York, if I'm going to be honest. But one of the real housewives posted a post about how she had been sober, how she feels that she's felt the best in ages, physically, mentally. She thought thinks she's a better mom. She's a better partner. She is so proud of her decision. And for some reason, seeing that and the way that it was really memorialized, I something came over me. I had no intention of doing this really at all. I shared it on Facebook and I posted this. This resonates so much with me. I've spent the last seven and a half months just doing just this. I quit drinking and my life could not be better. I am in my best shape mentally, emotionally, and physically. I embarked on a personal growth journey that I am beyond thankful for and can't wait to see what else is possible for me. I love seeing the silver movement gain momentum and hear people's success stories. And then I added a heart, of course. But, you know, in posting this, it was funny because I like literally I'm sitting there refreshing Facebook, you know, constantly seeing, oh, who liked it, you know, what the comments are and just seeing how it was received. And it was received pretty well. I didn't have, people didn't like flood me with questions, but I thought, you know what, this is me putting my foot out into the pond, the sober pond and sharing that I'm not drinking. Well, fast forward, maybe a month or two later, my mother is in the hospital. So I drive to see her. She lives a few hours away and I meet her in the emergency room. My mom is in her 80s. So she's older. And when I'm in the hospital with her, she asks me how things are going. And she had known for a long time that I had a drinking problem. Probably she was more vocal about it before I admitted I had a problem. And so we, I said, you know, things are going really, really well. You know, I'm still not drinking. I feel more getting traction in my life. I feel purpose again. I feel healthy. I just feel like I'm in a good place. To which she responded, 
I really wish you didn't share that on Facebook. And I'm like, completely taken back. Like, what do you mean? And she said, you know, I'm just worried that, you know, you posted that post on Facebook about not drinking that, you know, you're really putting a lot of yourself out there, you know, with work and stuff that you're announcing that you're not drinking what people will think. Now, this really caught me by surprise. I had to take a moment because my real fears that I had before I posted that and from coming out and telling people I was sober were just what she was vocalizing, you know? So I was afraid of what people would think about me, but hearing her say those words really affected me. It upset me. I was upset. I had to take a second because one, I didn't want to scream, which is what I was honestly thinking. And I, I'm obviously, I can't be screaming at an 83-year-old woman in the hospital. That's not going to be a good look. But I was like really just upset because I'm just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? So I had said to her, you know, took a deep breath, you know, did the box breathing. And I said, I don't regret posting that because I'm really proud of the work that I've done. I'm proud of who I'm becoming. I'm proud of the fact that I quit drinking. I said, and I see no shame in saving my own life. And I believe that's what I did. And if somebody's going to read that and think less of me, then I don't want them in my life. And if I can, that post helps one person, then that's worth it for me. And that's what I said to her. And I truly believe and believe those words when I spoke them. And I was shocked at those words because it, you know, the way that I delivered it and it made me feel strong. And she looked at me and she said, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. And that was a huge moment for my mom and I, because it was a huge moment for me because it showed to me that I really do believe in what I'm doing. And, you know, as scary as it is to be, you know, labeled, oh, she's sober, she's an alcoholic, whatever people, whatever word people will assign to me not drinking, that's on them. I will not feel and be embarrassed by it. I know truly know within myself that if I didn't do this, that me, I would, I, I saved my life. I saved my potential. I am now a hundred times better than I was when I was drinking. My motivation is skyrocketing. I feel a drive that I haven't felt in years and I feel good. And I'm not going to be ashamed of that. And so I was really proud of myself for that post, but also for sharing that and having that conversation with my mother, because it really made me realize how strong I was and how much I, to my core, believed in what I was doing. Another thing that also was great for me in my sobriety was sharing my story, why I quit drinking. And this, of course, in terms of like, not everybody is, deserves all of your internal information. Not everybody is worthy of all the reasons why you felt the need to quit drinking. But I did feel the need to do, I felt a calling to do one of the sober meetings that I had spoken about where every week they share a story and I shared my story. And it could not have been more well-received and sharing it to a group of sober women who understand what I'm going through and can empathize with me. And I've never felt the love that I felt and the reception that I got was just great. And it was such a great forum for me to share my story. But that being said, I doesn't mean that I'm going to share it with some random person that I meet at a bar or someone that I used to work with or someone I work with now because quite frankly, that's my story. And I get to choose who hears my story. 
And obviously I know with this, you know, it was, it was hard because even with this podcast, I had to really weigh my privacy because, you know, as scary as it is for me to come on here and say, oh, this is a trigger for me. This is what has happened to me. And this is why I quit drinking. And these are issues I've had. I'm really opening up because I feel my need to potentially help one person even. And my calling to do this is so much greater than my internal fear, which I've never had that before. I've usually just been held back by my fear. So what I'm going to leave you with is this. Your story is your story to tell. Whether or not you share all of it, some of it, portions of it with certain people, that is up to you and is your decision who you give what information to. It does not mean that you're less dedicated to your sobriety. It does not mean that you're not necessarily all in. It's up to you what you share with who you share and when you share. So I want you to really not internalize or think less or be worried with when's the appropriate time. You'll know when the appropriate time is. You'll know when the time is to open up and come out of your sober closet. You'll know. And I say that because... I always wondered like, oh, I don't know, when should I do it? But I knew, I knew when it was time for me to come out and it will be something that is individual. So I hope this episode helps and helps you remember that your story is your story and only you can decide when to share, who to share with and how much to share. Thank you so much for listening to Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Did you like the conversation and what you heard and want to hear more? Well, make sure to subscribe and follow Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. But also, if you have any ideas of future episodes, please email podcastwomenswork at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.